Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Rock Countout. It's the show that we do where we count things down in podcast form right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available also where podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell if you're watching us on YouTube. Of course, if you're listening to us in the audio realm, uh, be sure to leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It really does go a long way towards helping get going in raw. Some exposure. It is uh, King of the Ring time, Larson. Yeah, we're in the midst of the, uh, the King of the Ring tournament, uh, middle of the first round. More first-round matches scheduled to happen next week on Raw and SmackDown. What? Sorry, I had to think for a second when I said it's King of the Ring time, Larson. Usually when we do one of these event-based countouts, it's because there's a pay-per-view imminent. And doing the research for this, I was researching a lot of King of the Ring pay-per-views, and I was thinking to myself, wait, when is King of the Ring? There oh, that's no, right. There is no King of the, of the Ring pay-per-view. It's all just on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Well, the finals are going to be on Clash of Champions. Clash of Champions, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so King of the Ring, and it's been what three? I think 2015 was the last time they mm. did it. So four years ago. Who's the last? Was it Wade Barrett? Barrett was the last one to win it. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, heck of a lot of King good Bad News. Yeah, King Bad News. Yeah, he's not on this list. Afraid I got some bad news for him. He's yeah. not on this list. Nor is he in WWE anymore. No, he is not. He's Stu Bennett. He seems to be very happy though. Yes. Good for him. I liked yes. him. Um, but no, yeah, King of the Ring time. Everybody was uh, glad they brought it back. Oh heck uh, yeah! There's been some really fun wrestling matches. There've been some so-so wrestling matches. Uh, but it sort of remains to be seen who will win and kind of more importantly, what will it do for them? What will they do with the King of the Ring victory? Mm-hmm. There's been, I believe, 19, 19 previous Kings of the Ring. Uh, some have benefited greatly from mm-hmm. uh, winning the tournament. Yeah. Others, not so much. Not so much. Uh, yeah, you know, it depends whether the, the point of it is to push an up-and-coming talent on the rise or to kind of reestablish um, um, someone who's been around for a little bit, maybe give them kind of a secondary push, send them in a slightly different direction. Someone on here is kind of uh, use King of the Ring to do both things. Yeah. The only person to win the tournament twice. Okay, yes. Good point. Good point. Uh, yeah, it is kind of interesting how historically it has been used for both those things. Um, the number 10 entry especially is very interesting mm-hmm. when doing some research on that. It's always kind of fun doing this stuff because if it's stuff I have seen before, but like 20 years ago, I can go back and revisit it. Or if it's stuff I never really experienced in the first place, go back and watch it and there's some cool stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and take a look at the top 10 King of the Ring winners, top 10 careers that really took off thanks to King of the Ring. Yes. We'll get right into it. Number 10. 10. Harley Race. King Harley Race. Thank you very much. King Harley Race. So this was kind of interesting in that they used King of the Ring with Harley Race for a very specific reason. Yes. He was the second King of the Ring, the first. Who was the first? Don Morocco. Yes. I don't, I don't know anything about his reign as King of the Ring. I don't think it was quite as it wasn't really a thing then. It wasn't. I don't. I don't even know if he got a cape and a crown. I don't think he did. Um, so uh, Harley Race came to WWE 
like in 1986. And, uh, you know, he had been wrestling forever. 26 years. 26 years. He's a 26 year runner. Seven, eight, nine time NWA champion. According to Wikipedia, anyways, it said he debuted in 1960. So, yeah, okay. he's, he'd been around for he'd a long time. He'd been around time. for a long time. Yeah. A decorated champion, one of the greats. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, he just he just recently passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty much everybody spoke of his toughness, a legit tough guy. Yeah. Um, and finally, in, in, in the mid-'80s, made his way to WB. They dyed his hair blonde mm-hmm. and initially dubbed him Handsome Harley Race. Yeah, um, which is great. Because he, he's so he looks like just your normal working man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, he's I like know. his blue collars. Like, I know. Uh, he's not exactly the most dashing guy in the world. No. But, but uh, this was kind of interesting to me in researching this stuff. Uh, the fact that, and this people know this, WWE back then denied the existence of anything that wasn't WWF. Kind of. They don't deny the existence of anything else. They don't really talk about it very much. This is kind of an ongoing Vince thing. He doesn't want to acknowledge that wrestling really exists outside of WWE, WWF. Hold on a second. Where, where would Gallows and Anderson have won those tag titles in, in Japan then, Larson? They won them somewhere. In Japan. <laughs> yeah. They, That's a specific. They acknowledge world-traveled, international yes. Japan. Yes. <laughs> the world Mexico. Of, the world of Lucha Libre. Yeah, talking about uh, you know uh, many of the great uh, Lucha wrestlers. And WWE Every past once and present. in a while, they'll drop an IWGP here or That's there. Just, but they won't ever say New Japan Pro they, Wrestling. They never say New Japan Pro. They never say, they never even see TNA. And that's no. like nothing. I know. That's like I know. nothing. To this day, they won't say TNA or Impact on TV. Anyway, so. However, when somebody comes in from a, like Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, whenever somebody comes in. He's won titles all around the world. That's what they say. He's won titles all around the world. That's yeah, what they say. That's as far as they that's go. That's what they'll say. For, Har- for Harley Race. Um, that might have been a time when they denied that it, wrestling existed outside of WWF. I mean, because when Ric Flair showed up a few years later, um, people like me who thought WWF was wrestling. Yeah. Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> what this, is that? This belt he's wearing. That's, no, that's not a WWF giant belt. fake party favor belt he's So uh, we're taking the long road of this, but uh, essentially since WWF didn't really acknowledge wrestling outside WWF back then. And Harley Race coming in as a seasoned veteran, they had to figure something out. Not just out. a seasoned veteran, a legend. Sorry. A, a legend. legend. Yeah. So they the, the way they would acknowledge his immense contributions to the wrestling industry without actually mentioning them mm-hmm. is they made him king of the ring and started calling him King Harley Race. Yeah, yeah, the king of wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, man, he really ran with it. For a guy who uh, had been in the business for 26 years, coming in WWF for the first time, you know, he was NWA champion. He like was, like you said, a legend. times, yeah. Uh, coming in, they gave him the felt purple cape, the crown, uh, and he really, really ran with it. He ended up feuding all the way up to uh, to Hulkamania, man, to to Hulk Hogan. Uh, he feuded. He had a good feud with uh, Junkyard Dog. Mm-hmm. We're at WrestleMania three. Him and JYD had a bout, uh, which was like a bow before the king bout. Yeah, where the loser. And it's funny because they really did treat the title in in a couple different situations throughout this list that we're going to talk about. Um, in his case, uh, the JYD thing was essentially for. The crown. Mm-hmm. It was for title of they king. They kind of made uh, uh, Harley's version of the crown its own kind of title. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it got kind of got passed around a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to that more later. You mentioned uh, a feud against uh, Hogan, brother. Uh, that was uh, March of 88, right before Mania. That'd be Mania 4. I just tried to look up stuff on Don Morocco's King of the Ring victory, and there's really nothing. Yeah. Yeah. For all I know, it was amazing, but I don't know. Or it could be a Pat Patterson situation. <laughs> it might have been fake. <laughs> um, so there was a table spot 
where uh, uh, Harley was launched and landed off the apron onto the table. I watched this too. I'm sorry, that main event. You can tell that dude gets messed up. Yeah, and like the table like pokes into him and gives him a hernia. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he had to uh, take a leave to heal up. He had to vacate his crown. Yeah. And then Bobby Heenan, his manager, uh, bestowed uh, the crown to Haku. Yes. King Haku. He looked great in it, by the way. Because uh, then at, I don't know, did I put it in the notes? I forget what the pay-per-view was. The Rumble? No. Yeah, Rumble. Rumble was in 89 where uh, Harley Race had a match against Haku for the title of king. So, yeah, uh, he came back as a babyface. Got a pretty good uh, crowd pop there, too. And, uh, and challenged Haku for the for the uh, title of king, and this is mind you, after there had been two more winners, yeah, maybe one, uh, maybe three. Eighty, well, he won it in what eighty six. So there'd been Macho 87, Man, 87, 88. 88. So there hadn't been eighty nine yet. That was still six months away. If this was January, yeah. of eighty nine. So there had been two other winners at yeah. this point. Um, so yeah, he uh, and and uh, and Haku uh, ended up beating him with a nice looking super kick. Yeah, it always trips me out to go back and look at this stuff because sometimes you think of old school wrestling as just slow and plotting. Yeah, and uh, Harley Race can move pretty well. Yeah, I know, especially for being his age. And uh, Haku, man, his leg got all the way up there and connected on that super kick. Um, and uh, but it was it was a, it was actually a pretty good match, and uh, Haku won. And then shortly after that, Harley Race left. Interesting uh, note. We're going to talk about uh, Randy Savage later. His King of the Ring win. However, he was not the Macho King after he won King of the Ring. He beat Haku for Harley Race's. Uh, oh, king I did stuff not know that. And became the Macho King. Oh, I, so he didn't start doing that at King of the for because of King. <laughs> I, I did not know. That's hilarious. Nope. You did that portion of the of the research there. I'm, I, I like me some Macho Man. Yeah, man, Macho Man's great. Um, did you know that prior to, to doing this? No, list? no, no. I mean, you, you kind of, especially when you're kind of remembering stuff that happened thirty some years ago, it all easy. kind of. Yeah, it's not easy. Even the stuff during the Attitude Era, I, know. I had to go back and I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. I the Christian stuff with with Edge. Yep. Um, so yeah, but no, that was the, the Harley Race thing was very interesting yes. to me. Uh, just how far he went with it. Yes. Um, yeah, it was great. The GY, the JYD match. Uh, he beat him with a belly to belly suplex, and uh, Mula, fabulous Mula, was the queen of the ring. She was his queen. Okay, sorry. There was a, a transition king of the ring. There was a uh, hacksaw beat Haku, and then Macho Man beat hacksaw Jim Duggan. Duggan really wanted to be because apparently also during Harley Race's time as king during the nineteen and I looked it up to see if I if if it was on the network, but I couldn't find it during the nineteen eighty eight Slammy Awards. Um, there was a running theme of Harley Race and Duggan having a feud just during the slam. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got into like a brawl at the orchard. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that's funny. That's good stuff. Uh, moving on, number nine. Nine. Owen Hart. Oh, look. Hey, there he is. Hi. Look, it's Owen. Hi, Owen. There's Owen right there. Anyways, there he is. Uh, one thing to note about Owen Hart's King of the Ring win was just how spectacular the cape became that year because this is it was great it had these big shoulder pad things detail is is there the, the wb logo atop the scepter the scepter yeah wow the chrome logo that's all great stuff right there that's something else that's man really good that's some really high good quality uh, work there so this is 1994 um this was after owen and uh his brother brett had a heck of a match at wrestlemania 10 mm -hmm. um uh, which uh owen won in an attempt to prove that he was the better heart brother yes um, however, Brett would go on later that night to win the WWF title, uh, 
Bruce Pritchard talks a lot about this storyline. I believe, I, I guess it would have to be the WrestleMania 10, uh, something to wrestle with. So like the closing of the show is Brett celebrating and Owen kind of comes out to the, to the stage. And like earlier to open the show, he was elated. He beat his brother. He proved he was the better heart brother only for Brett to close the show as champion. Yeah. So it was a bittersweet victory for Owen. So they continue the story. You have Owen win the King of the Ring tournament in 1994, um, defeating A.O. Razor Ramon in the final. A.O. Yeah, he totally cheated too because Nightheart came in. Yeah. He uh, punched uh, Razor Ramon, rolled him back in there, and then uh, Owen Hart beat him. Beat him. Beat him. I forget how. Beat him. And then uh, Owen started calling himself the King of Hearts. Yes, he was the King of Hearts at that point. Brett could be champion. He's king. He's the king of He's the king. family hearts. So this kind of kickstarted their feud again. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a classic uh, cage match at SummerSlam 1994 with Brett as champion that Brett won. Um, this wasn't the end of, of Owen trying to stick it to his brother. Oh, yeah, sticking because of Owen, Brett lost the WWF title to Bob Backlund yeah. at Survivor Series. And then, like two days later, Backlund ate a huge jackknife powerbomb, lost it to Diesel. Was it only a couple days later? It was a that matter was the of one days. that was really quick. Huh? It was a matter of days. <laughs> um, and then uh, he, uh, Owen, did uh, interfere in uh, Brett and Diesel's uh, title match at Rumble '95. Um, and then, following that, uh, Brett and Owen kind of put their feud to rest. Brett defeated Owen, but Owen would go on to have a, a pretty illustrious career. Uh, several-time Intercontinental title uh, holder, uh, many times a tag champion. Mm-hmm. This was, I think that this was a good, so granted, I, I wasn't watching at the time, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's, evident, it's evident that, I know a lot of people, when we started bringing up the idea of doing this, a lot of people are throwing Owen's name out there as somebody who, this, this King of the Ring thing really did propel him to elevate that feud with his brother. Mm-hmm. It allowed, it gave him <clears throat> a proper showcase to uh to 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 let us get to know what you know heel kind of hammy yeah. Owen Hart was and it was great he was he was really fantastic like all the stuff that I watched for the King of the Ring stuff yeah just that alone uh, he was a really terrific heel gotcha yeah and yeah. Uh, and it's funny because like he's very charismatic he's very naturally charismatic and then right after the victory when uh you know it was obvious that Nightheart had helped him win uh they go backstage to Bret Hart who I think had earlier had his title match uh no later on it was against Diesel. And uh, and uh, the interviewer says, "Hey, you know, Brett, well, what's your comment on this?" Like, oh, I, I can't believe I can't believe what I just saw out there. No, no comment for me. No comment. And then he walks on, and I'm like, "What a man!" Owen Hart was totally more charismatic. Oh heck yeah, man! <laughs> heck yeah, man! But uh, yeah, that was good stuff. I can't, it's kind of bummer though. Like they have this great brother versus brother thing. It is kind of odd that Owen never like it would have been great to have Owen win that WWE title just once, just one time, just one time. That would have been. I wonder just how much of a sea change for his career. That could have potentially been, or maybe it would have been a blip. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, he who was knows? really good, though. He was good. He was great. Moving on, number eight. Eight. Oh, yeah. The Macho King. No, this is not Macho King. No. Macho King was 89. This is 87. Oh, this is back in 87. Yes, yeah, this is 1987. Yeah. He won King of the Rings. Uh, I'm the king. Defeating uh, King Kong Bundy in the finals. Let me just point this out really quick, though. I think of all the crowns that we're going to see on this list, this is probably the best one. Yeah. It's not like, it's like, it looks like a, a, God, I don't know what that looks like. looks like, looks just legit. It doesn't look like uh, something you buy from Party City. It doesn't look like a pillow. No. 
That looks great. It looks like something he probably designed himself. Oh, yeah. Look at this. I want a giant purple stone in the middle. Oh, yeah. So he, I drew it. He. This was in the when Macho Man was in the midst of, of a pretty long heel run, but people enjoyed his work so much, he was getting over as a face while he was technically supposed to be a heel. Yeah, man. So pretty quickly after winning King of the Ring, September 87, uh, he got into an Intercontinental title program against Honky Tonk Man. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they had a match October 3rd, 87, on Saturday night main event um, that uh, Macho Man won via DQ after the Hart Foundation interfered on behalf of Honky Tonk Man, mm-hmm. causing a disqualification of Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man uh, retains the title, however, loses the match. Uh, during a, the beatdown, Miss Elizabeth runs backstage. Who does she bring back out? Oh, I mean, uh, brother. Brother, what are you going to do? What you going to do? Hulk Hogan. I have a hard time transitioning from Macho Man to Hogan. You do. Hey, brother. (laughs) So he comes out. He makes the save, thus laying the groundwork for the next two years, essentially, of WWE programming. Mega power story. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This kick-started Macho Man's rise to the top of the card, culminating winning the uh, tournament, the crown, the new WWF champion, WrestleMania four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hogan helped him out li- a bit, a little bit in the finals against DiBiase. This is after that whole weird thing with Andre beating Hogan, thanks to uh, Shady Ref, mm-hmm. um, DiBiase buying the title from from uh, Andre. Um, they vacate the title, and so Macho Man, Hogan, their team, their friends, mm-hmm. Mega Powers, and for the next year, they tell the story of the Mega Powers rise. And then uh, implosion, yeah, culminating in the main event of WrestleMania Five. Mega powers collide. Yes, yeah. Um, I I think that his run as the Macho King, when as you said, he won it from Haku. No, Duggan from Duggan, who had won Duggan it from, won it from Haku. Yes, from Haku. At this point, even though Harley Race was still King Harley Race, yes, Macho Man was the current King of the Ring. Circa right. 1987. But the lineal king of the ring went yes. through Harley Race, Haku, Jim, Jim Duggan. Sorry, Then came back around to, Macho, to king. Macho King. Yeah, so where I guess I suppose it just sort of died with. I don't know what the end of his Macho King. Um, I think it kind of went away when he turned face again. Oh, okay. That would make sense. When he had his reconciliation with Elizabeth. With Elizabeth, yeah, because Sherry Martell was mm-hmm. his, uh, his king of the, uh, queen of the ring yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, interesting stuff. So I wonder who the last person he faced was before he stopped being Macho King, because then we can trace the lineal, the lineage potentially, <laughs> unless the, the 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 lineage stopped at that point. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. And that's for another count out. I kind of prefer. It's weird that like I wonder if after he stopped using, you know, after you know, I I don't know how long he sort of held on to that first King of the Ring win in terms of acknowledging mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But maybe when he stopped, he thought back, oh, darn it. I had a great idea. Macho King, I really could have run with that, but I dropped the ball. Oh, yeah. And then that's when he decided, oh, I'll get that back from Jim Duggan. Oh, yeah. Anyway. yeah I'm, I'm doing some research here. So, yeah, that's pretty much the reconciliation. Mm, okay. All right. No more, no more king. Yeah. And of course, he was great on color commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Which one was I watching? I was watching one of these. I think maybe it was the Owen Hart one when Macho Man was commentating. It was just terrific. It was so maybe it was 94. I don't know. It was terrific. 
Oh yeah, I've got a theory. That's what he said. To I've got a theory. I forget what his theory was. Oh, okay. I just love the theory. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, I've got a theory. <laughs> That's great. You know what's great about watching those old WrestleManias too? Is that the camera on commentary was behind commentary. Yeah. So you just see there, because maybe just so you can see. Oh, you can see the ring in the background? The, well, you can see the crowd, because yeah. they're up in a, they're in a box. Oh, okay. They're okay. way up in a box. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So there's a camera behind them, and maybe that's just how sports broadcast did it back then, oh, maybe. to a degree. But I was like, that's kind of funny. You can't, you can't even see them. Like WrestleMania, I think three was like that. I don't know. It's funny. Uh, moving on though. Here we go. Number seven. Seven. You think you know me? Look at who's holding it back there. So, by the time 2001 rolled around, they had transitioned the previous winner, Kurt Angle, which we'll get to in a bit. He had the cape and crown. This year in 2001, they presented a trophy. Great idea. There is no cape. Good. No crown. Good. No throne. No scepter. No scepter. Good. This, Trophy's good. No, man. Th- th- this looks more like the Stanley Cup. Yeah. This is like if you win a, a hockey game. Yeah. What a, well, it's not just a game. You have to win a tournament or a best of seven series to conclude the season. I have never tournament. seen in storytell, lore, whatever, kings who had trophies as a symbol of their kingdom. They have a cape and a scepter and a throne and not, a crown. Not every king had all that thing, all that stuff, man. You should do some more research. There could have been a king that got a trophy when he was a, a anointed king. Name one. You do research. Uh, uh, king Trophius the first. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're right about that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Edge and Christian were doing their Edge and Christian stuff. Yeah. With the five second posing stuff. Uh, but this was, if I'm not mistaken, sort of the tease. That came around to them splitting up. Correct. Uh, Christian was none too happy. Yeah. About uh, he sort of got screwed. I think Shane McMahon had some sort of interference in his semifinal match, quarterfinal match, whatever it was, and uh, that led to Edge beating. Crap! I just watched it too. Oh, Kurt. Yeah, Kurt Angle for the Intercontinental Title. Kurt Angle. Uh, no, for King of the Ring oh, in the King finals here. Gotcha. The gotcha. previous year's winner. And uh, Shane McMahon was up to all sorts of machinations. And, uh, and so Edge comes out the next night on Raw with, I'm sorry, Christian comes out the next night on Raw with Edge, and uh, Christian can't stop holding the thing, and he sort of makes up an excuse for himself. He's like, you know, I could have, I, I, Shane McMahon robbed me of the experience of facing Edge in the finals, even though I had two miraculous victories over Big Show and Kane, uh, the combined weight of which is over 1,000 pounds. <laughs> like that's some justification for yeah. him. Uh, having one yeah but uh and then yeah he wouldn't stop holding on to the thing and then eventually i think they broke up yeah but they what, did they started feuding over yeah. edges intercontinental ch- uh, championship yeah yeah uh, had a match at SummerSlam. uh he eventually edge did lost the intercontinental title to christian to only get it back and then he had a uh, got into a program with kurt angle for the wcw us title eventually had a, a unification match for that and then had it was in a feud with regal for the intercontinental title Eventually dropped it to him, um, uh, and then WrestleMania 18, he had a match against Booker T. Someone else we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the whole thing about that was uh, was uh, who got the role in a, a Japanese shampoo commercial. 
That's awesome. I think I kind of remember that. Boy, there's so much ridiculousness in wrestling. It was pretty ridiculous. And of course, Edge is the most decorated champion in WWE history. A lot of that, you know, a lot of those reigns were uh, when he was part of the tag team with Christian, but a lot of them were also as a singles competitor. Yeah, and I mean, you can you can obviously trace this back to, I mean, I guess sort of the kickoff. Granted, he had had the Intercontinental Championship, I think, before. Not necessarily. Yeah, didn't he have it like before they became like a proper tag team? Didn't he have it like no, really early in no. his in his career? I don't believe so. No, he didn't have it. Did he didn't have it uh, pre-brewed? I don't think. I so. thought he had like a really early Intercontinental run that just sort of went over like kind of a wet fart, and then he joined the Brood. I'm probably totally wrong about that. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I'm probably totally wrong about that. Oops, that's dope. I love that. Let's see here. Um, in July 1999, he won the Intercontinental Championship at a house show in Toronto, marking his first reign with the company. That was well after the brood stuff. That was 98. Yeah, that stuff was 98. Teaming with Christian, 98. Yeah, okay. Um, let's see here. His first uh, lost title, like Jeff Jarrett, SummerSlam, Tag Team Turmoil. Okay. Um, in any event, uh, Edge's real sort of singles run began here mm-hmm. with King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's it's they really use that as something for him and Christian to feud over and then split up and then, you know, obviously Edge's career yeah, as a three singles. Yeah, four years later, he was he was world champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's funny, too, because at this time, I think that he was, they, you know, Edge and Christian were the, that duo who they were, they were supposed to be bad guys, but they were so darn entertaining mm-hmm. that they had no choice but to sort of transition. Mm-hmm. And you could see the split here, especially during his coronation. You can like literally, it literally happens before your eyes. Billy Gunn, the one Billy Gunn who at the time was supposed to be a face, comes out and Edge just eviscerates him verbally. Yeah. Just completely. And the crowd just immediately gets on his side. So, uh, yeah, Edge, legendary career kind of kicked off with that King of the Ring victory. Yep. Good stuff. Number six. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Six. 
Kurt Angle. Dun, 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 dun. This was the year prior. Of course, Kurt Angle probably had the greatest rookie year, maybe in the history of. Yeah, it was something else, man. Of pro wrestling, it was just debuted at Survivor Series, won the European Championship with King of the Ring, and then shortly thereafter won the WWF Championship from The Rock. He was the member. He was the Euro Continental. Yeah, he was both the European yes. and Intercontinental champion. Yeah, WrestleMania uh, 2000. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 16. Yep. Yeah, and again at this point he was he was a good guy by this time because he was so good that the crowd like they wouldn't accept him as as, as anything a, other than a face. Yeah, right. Exactly. Just so immediately he was so good. And he was so damn entertaining. I know. I know. It's, it's like so he'd good. rip into the crowd and he'd just be so hilarious. Yeah. And it's like, dude, how do you not love this guy mm-hmm. immediately? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so, sorry, go ahead. Oh, so, uh, so he defeated Rikishi in the finals. That's right. Um, this is around the time where Kurt was aligning himself with Edge and Christian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, after that, he got into a feud with Triple H. Uh, eventually uh, lost that one. Um, and then uh, shortly he had some interaction with Stone Cold. And then at No Mercy, he uh, defeated The Rock for the WWF Championship. Um, and he was the first, at that time, the first wrestler to have won both an Olympic gold medal and a pro wrestling world championship. Mm-hmm. At that list, King of the Ring. Um, had the belt for the rest of the year. And it's supposed to be 2001. And then uh, eventually dropped the title to The Rock at No Way Out. Yeah. Uh, but, but of course, he was a decorated champion even long after that. But it was kind of obvious because again, you know, they had his, it's kind of funny, like uh, this one and the edge one, you know, some of the early King of the ring pay-per-views, they would have the entire thing in the coronation. Yeah. Uh, all during, in one show. Yeah. All in one show uh, on this one for the, this one. And then the edge one, they waited till the next night for the coronation. Uh, Kurt Angle didn't get a coronation. Instead, he interrupted a promo bit with Mick Foley, a Mick Foley, and Triple H and Stephanie was there. That kicked off the whole uh, mm-hmm. Stephanie, Triple H, Kurt Angle feud thing. Feud thing. And, uh, and Kurt Angle just comes down. And, of course, he has a crown and his cape and his scepter. And he says, you know, this was supposed to be the allotted time for my coronation. He said, but if we're right now talking about number one contenders, uh, I just won King of the Ring. I've been Eurocontinental champion. And so that really launched him into that main event scene, yeah, the totally. world title scene. Totally. Uh, his King of the Ring victory because instantly you get uh, you get that credibility. You get uh, you know he used it to parlay into hey I want my title shot. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, and then of course obviously Kurt Angle just rocket to, oh, the, moon to right the top. There. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, good stuff. I don't know how long he kept that uh, the the crown or cape. I think at this point it's a it's a it's it's a annual. Events, therefore, you're king of the ring for that year. Well, he didn't wear the. I'm specifically oh, the crown and the cape is what well, I'm talking. By the time about. he played the WWF champion, he ditched that stuff. Probably. I don't even know if he wore it like the following week. I hope not. <laughs> In did. my mind, there's only like two people that have pulled off the full ensemble. Harley Race did. And then uh, we'll talk about the other person number, number four. four. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's get through this number five then. Yes. Number five. Five. Triple H. Triple H. Yeah. Looks pretty good. Looks yeah, that's a good looking cape there. You know, it's crazy though. It's funny because I watched like it looks, the, it looks pretty similar to the one that Owen had. It might be the same one. 
There's just without all the patches because Owens had like a bunch of pat like WWF patches on. It's it. too much. It was way too much. It's too much. It's funny though. Look at 1997 Triple H, and then when I watched the 2000 uh, and then 2000, yeah, the 2001 Triple H is in that, and he's just a completely different person. Like everything is. He had so many repackages between. I know. Here winning this because he still had the he Connecticut still, Blue Blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still the aristocrat. Yeah, it and was like a matter of months later. He starts palling around with Shawn Michaels. Yeah, and then he's. Crotch chopping all over the place. Mm-hmm. Getting to a, a feud with Heart Foundation. Yeah. Triple H uh, did have China for this uh, King of the Ring win. Of course, he was supposed to win in 1996, but uh, there was this thing called the Curtain Call. That you guys all know what that is. Yeah, Madison Square Garden. You can't be breaking kayfabe in front of a house show. Not man. that t- and not that point in time, apparently. It's not good. So uh, he didn't win in '96. Triple H did, but someone else did, and went pretty well for that particular individual. Yeah, we'll get to him much later on yes. this list. Yes, maybe we'll have five more entries. Right. Uh, he's supposed to win in '96. They gave it to him in '97 instead. After he spent a year jobbing. What a trooper! Mm-hmm. What a trooper mm-hmm. to just sort of stick it out. Keep on job, 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 job. Mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior. That was earlier. That was earlier. But job, 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 job. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, King of the Ring, I think they kept this going for a little while longer, his uh, awesome feud with Mankind. Yeah. Uh, the finals for this was him versus Mankind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrific match. Triple H was healing it up so much. China was interfering left and yeah, right. Yeah. And this was, you know, they were giving uh, Mick Foley that looks great and lost thing. Yeah. Or he was kicking out of everything. That's something that he kind of perfected throughout his career. It was, yeah, it totally was. And the crowd was eating it alive. Triple H just being a complete, you know, light profanity. Yeah. Um, this and, all worked uh, out pretty well for Triple H in the end. He spent a year losing. And then uh, he pretty much runs the uh, the best wrestling show on, on television right now, soon to be on USA Network. And uh, in theory, could uh, inherit WWE one day. Yeah, seems a very, a very strong likelihood. Um, sure, he was like 14-time champion in between all that. Yeah, that's good Won a bunch too. of titles. It doesn't mean nothing unless you're running the company. Yes, so. But, uh, but yeah, no, of course, that King of the Ring, uh, like you said, that you know was just another, another crowning achievement for him. Yes. He did wear the crown. Actually, it's funny because they had like an immediate coronation, not like a proper ceremony, where they, the, the ref came in with all the, the adornments. Uh, the, the regalia. Yeah, and he put on the cape, or China put the cape on him. And then the referee gave him the crown. He was about to put on his head, and Triple H looked at it and just used it to kill mankind with it. Even Perfect. though that thing crumbled like it was just cardboard. Perfect. Perfect. It just, you know, he does that. And so he just used it all just to beat up mankind some more. Perfect. So, yeah, that was, that was Triple H for you. And the rest is history. Yep. Moving on, number four. Four. Uh, probably, not probably, my favorite King of the Ring Same. winner. No one did more. With the idea of being king of the ring than Booker T. Like a case could easily be made in terms of running with this gimmick anyways. Oh, greatest king of the ring ever. Number one. Greatest Absolutely king of the one. ring ever. He literally held on to it, winning a, the World Heavyweight Championship uh, and, and and eventually just being out of the company and then taking it to another company and winning a world championship there. Uh, and nobody else had... Uh, their own King's Court. Yep. He had his own King's Court with uh, Europeans, you know, proper uh, uh, for, with uh, Regal, mm-hmm. who was another later on King of the Ring yeah. winner. Um, and then Finley was in his mm-hmm. court. Mm-hmm. He had, of course, Queen Charmel, mm-hmm. uh, the lovely Charmel. Mm-hmm. And then was there anybody else in his court? Uh, no, that was it. Okay. That's a hell of a that court, though. Oh, yeah. So he won. 
King of the Ring at Judgment Day 2006, uh, defeating Bob Lashley. Which in, in itself is kind of surprising. Lashley was pretty over at the time. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, Booker T, he did use shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny, when he came out to, to his entrance, you know, at that point, all the regalia wasn't purple, it was red. And Booker T had chunks that perfectly matched it all. He comes out and he starts sort of, he doesn't touch anything. He just sort of goes like this to like the throne and stuff. And Charmel looks amazing. And oh, she's all dressed up like she'd be the awesome. perfect match as well. And uh, he comes down there. Booker T is just the best. And oh, he's incredible. Lashley comes out and everybody gives him a pop, but it's just, you know, black hole of charisma mm-hmm. compared to Booker mm-hmm. T. <laughs> Lashley does what he can, but in the end he eats the scissors kick. Yeah, and uh, and eats well, the Finley hit a Lashley with oh, yeah, a shillelagh. Oh, he hit him with a shillelagh. That's right. Yeah. And so after uh, his win, Booker took the title of King Booker quite literally. Yes. And started uh, taking on the mannerisms and the accent. Yes. Of a, of King a, Booker. Yes. <laughs> of an English monarch. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody in the history of wrestling would take. The smallest thing and run with it the way Booker. That dude has such an incredible mind mm-hmm. for the business. I'm telling you, man, you got to listen to that Stone Cold podcast. No, I want to. We'll do the gym today. It's terrific. He talks about the industry. You can fast forward 30 minutes because I talk about boxing way too much. But, uh, but man, and he just it, it just kept on going. Uh, he Let's see here. Yeah, he got that World Heavyweight Championship match at uh, Bash, uh, the Great American Bash against Rey Mysterio. Won it there. Uh, world heavyweight champion. He had a bunch of matches. He beat, granted, uh, shenanigans, uh, Batista, Lashley, and John Cena with the help of Kevin Federline. Of course, that was Britney Spears' ex. Mm-hmm. Uh, a year later, King Booker was still using the gimmick. He was drafted from SmackDown to Raw, and when he was drafted, he came down to the ring at one point using Triple H's theme, King of Kings. Oh, that's great. And at that point, dictated that neither Triple H nor Jerry Lawler were allowed to consider themselves kings because so he good. was the true Gosh. king. <laughs> the absolute best. <laughs> the absolute oh, best. Uh, and then, uh, sadly, in August of 2007, he was suspended uh, from the WWE because of the WWE's wellness policy. Apparently, his name was implicated in one of the... Performance enhancing Yeah, things. something yeah. like that. Uh, but that did not stop King Booker from taking his uh, his fiefdom, his kingdom. What kingdom. is it? What is a fiefdom? Kingdom. kingdom, yeah. What what is a fiefdom though? You're asking the wrong guy, man. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you know answers to the most random stuff, and sometimes you know, and I don't. I never know what to expect. Uh, so he took that to TNA, where he there declared himself king of Africa, and he adopted uh, an African prince accent or king accent. <laughs> Those dudes in TNA, man. Him, Nash. Steiner just had just looked like they were having so much oh, fun. Yeah. They could do whatever they want. Limited schedule, probably huge money. Oh yeah. And just having a blast. Yeah. That time when they're all on comment when Nash and Booker were on commentary and Steiner was the ring announcer, I'm not sure there's a better segment in the history of pro wrestling. <laughs> I'm real I'm really not sure. They were so terrific. That's hilarious. <laughs> Forgot what I was gonna look up. Oh, what a fiefdom was. Yeah. Let's see here. Fiefdom. It's it just says a fief. It's not oh, that helpful. It was the central element of feudalism. It consists of heritable property or rights. Oh, I think fiefdom is just a it's just you 
it's your it's your property, man. Oh yeah. My my fiefdom's over there in Orangevale. Yeah. 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 Your fiefdom's around the corner. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Oh man. Anyways, yeah. King Booker, he was like the best. Yeah, he was the best. Absolutely. Anyway, moving on. Number three. Three. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Brock Lesnar. Did he get a crown? No. He doesn't seem like the crown if type. If anybody would have like literally crapped in the crown and then put it on somebody's head. Or eaten it and then crapped it out. Yeah, and then put it on somebody's head. It would have been Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So this was just their way of fast-tracking him to the, the nearest pay-per-view, the nearest big two pay-per-view. Where he can beat someone for the title. And that person was The Rock. Yeah. So it was no, it was no chump. Yeah. Uh, of course, he de- when, what was the month he debuted in 2002? That'd be earlier. Oh, it was right after. Uh, it was right after Mania, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Wasn't it like a Raw it was right after Mania, Mania two thousand two? Yeah. Which would have been April. This would have been June. SummerSlam was August. Yeah. So like it was bang, bang, bang. Well, I have here that uh, he's the second faster to win uh, the WWE Championship after his debut. So one hundred twenty six days after oh, he wow. debuted, he won the WWE Championship. The only person to do it faster was Ric Flair. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then of course at the so time, about four months. Yeah. At the time, he was the youngest champion in history. I think Randy Orton after uh, that. eventually eclipsed him. Yeah, because I think Randy was twenty-three. Is Orton is out? Oh, nobody's going to beat that. No, not these days. Mm-mm. Yeah, nobody, nobody's yeah. going to beat that. Because Brock was twenty-five. They don't even sign people at NXT when they're twenty-three. Yeah, yeah, when they're in their early thirties, generally. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, how old is uh, Cameron Grimes? He's gonna be like mid twenties, right? Yeah, probably. He might be approaching thirty. I don't I know. I think like Humberto Carrillo might be the youngest member on main roster. Mm-hmm. You he's still pretty right. young. Yeah, I think he's young. He's like twenty two or something. Oh my maybe. god, he was born in ninety five. He's twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah. And what Angel Garza is twenty six. Mm-hmm. But they're a long way from mm-hmm. world title picture right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, of course, it was during this King of the Ring tournament where uh, Vince asked Stone Cold to job out to Brock in the first round. It was the first round, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the episode of Raw in the first round. Oh, my gosh. And Stone Cold's like, no, that's a money match. Let's build to it. That was that. What? what? Yeah, Vince (laughs) said no, and so, gone. All right, bye. Yeah. What? Yeah, I wonder. I mean, I I get the shock value of it. Yeah. But it's Austin. I know. He was Austin. You, you don't do that. That's Mm-mm. that's a bad move. Mm-hmm. That's not a good. I'm meeting the finals. Yeah, at a pay per view. Yeah. That's money. Yeah, it's money. Um. So, anyways, the the final. I mean, he steamrolled his way through this tournament. I didn't watch the other matches, but I assume they were similar to the finals, which was Lesnar versus uh, Rob Van Dam. 
which took all of five minutes. And honestly, like there was a little bit, he Van Dam got a little bit of offense in down the stretch. I think he hit his five star splash uh, on Lesnar, and Lesnar kicked out. Um, at one point, Heyman, uh, what's the thing where you, you springboard their neck off the? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He did yeah. that, and he ended up falling backwards onto Lesnar, and he and he got like a two count, an accidental two count. And then he does another springboard thing. Lesnar catches him F five and you're done. But it was like a five I think it was like five minutes, fifteen seconds. Wow. And it was all Lesnar, basically. Um and uh, R V D was the Intercontinental Champion at the time. Uh they ended up uh, uh fighting over the Intercontinental Championship, like at the next pay per view, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. R V D uh left with the title, but he only won by DQ. I imagine, you know, Lesnar is probably dominant. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of fluke win yeah. for R V D. Um and then, uh, and then, yeah, he, I think, maybe transferred brands or something. Anyways, he ended up challenging uh, The Rock for the, Rock, the uh, Undisputed Championship. Who I think had just won it from The Undertaker, I want to say. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah, by this point, Brock was on uh, SmackDown, I believe. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that was it. Then he won it at SummerSlam, and there you go. Brock yeah. Lesnar. He's won it a few times since then, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a couple times. A couple times. Had it for yeah. a while. Yeah, he'll probably have it again soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I'm Kofi Kingston, I want to be very careful. Guys, could you imagine that if he has like this? Imagine if Kofi has this like killer, like absolutely killer, exhausting match against like Randy Orton. Let them both bleed a bunch, and then he wins, and then Brock comes out, and then he has to face him on Oof. SmackDown. Oof, that'd be good. Oof. Anyways, yeah, Brock Lesnar. He had a pretty good career. Uh, number two. Two. Bret Hart, the only two-time. What are you laughing? Why are you laughing? You don't like that picture? No, the picture's fine. He just looks kind of ridiculous with the king get up on me. Yeah, it's funny. Nobody else really looks as ridiculous as Brett does here. No, because he takes himself too seriously. What's with that mustard yellow crown? I don't know, man. That's ugly. I don't know. And no the, deal is. The, 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 the cape looks cheap. The robe, whatever well, Every it year it looks cheap. Nah, no, some of them look great. What's this one here? Oh, that's not there. Anyways. No. Um, so, so, yeah, yeah he's Brett. the only two-time King of the Ring winner. Won it first. In 91, after, uh, shortly after he won the Intercontinental title, it was a situation where here, Brett, he's a, a, a building block of the future. Let's have mm-hmm. him win this tournament and use it as a, a means to catapult him up in, from the mid-card to the main event scene. And yeah. it worked because just about a year later, he beat Ric Flair for that WWF title. Yeah. It was October of 92. Um, of course, we all know what, ha- know what happened at WrestleMania 9. Mm-hmm. No need to really get into it. Um, and so uh, they took the approach of, hey, here's someone who's now essentially a veteran. Um, let's kind of uh, uh, reignite or kickstart a push for him by having them win King of the Ring again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so he won the tournament in 93, defeating Bam Bam Bigelow in the finals. Um, and, of course, set up Brett's push to reclaim the title at WrestleMania 10 from Yokozuna. However, according to Brett, he was supposed to reclaim the title at SummerSlam 93 from Hulk Hogan. Brother. Instead, Hogan dropped it at the King of the Ring pay-per-view and bounced out of WWF. Peace out. Yeah, going to shoot some TV show, retiring essentially. Yeah, but uh, Brett did uh, get a pretty killer feud in its stead with Jerry the King Lawler. See in that picture and, there, and Doink the Clown. Yeah, not exactly a great no feud. No, it wasn't. But I mean, I guess mission accomplished because the his win in '93 did catapult him back into the main event scene. Yeah, sure. He did beat Yokozuna for that title mm-hmm. at Mania 10. So I guess it worked. A lot of starts and stops for Bret Hart during his illustrious career. Now that's why he's that's why he just seems to be devoid of humor. Because God, it just it seems like a nightmare. Like man, 
just just roll with me, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But just, you know, he needs to find more things in life to laugh at. Like at a certain point with his yeah. career, it seemed like a comedy of errors. You got to sit back. And that's decide. not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. The person, the comedy, but it's not funny. The person is happening to. He's still making good money. It's not like he was you just, destitute. You just compared his life to a slapstick comedy. No, I'm saying what he should do is find the humor in 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 the things that that weren't exactly going right for him during that time. I'm not talking about oh, getting man. kicked in the head by Goldberg. I'm not talking about that. That's just too. Well, I probably don't remember that. Yeah, that's just too. That's just too many things to to have to have a sense of humor about. I don't know, man. All that Vince and all the shenanigans and Vince and Hogan. I don't feel like Brett really has much of a sense of humor. Yeah, I don't think he ever really did. No. That's what I'm saying. If he had a little bit of a sense of humor, at least you can take a moment, laugh about the ridiculousness of the situation. Like, and I feel like if Flair day. got dicked around that much, he'd probably still be laughing about it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Flair seems hilarious. Yeah. Anyways, let's kick this off with number one. One. What? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Of course. I don't know if anybody's ever done uh, as much winning the King of the Ring tournament in terms of propelling themselves into legendary status as yeah. Stone Cold. You know, my absolute favorite thing about this promo this is, is Michael P.S. Hayes in short hair. It's, it's his reaction when he says, Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. Then he goes, <laughs> like, he's so shocked that just, Austin just used light profanity. Yeah, they, they didn't use light <laughs> profanity on, on WB programming at the time. Oh, man, that's that's terrific. Um, yeah, so obviously, you know, Triple H was scheduled to win that year, but fate intervened. fate intervened and Triple H decided to go off script. So uh, Stone Cold, uh, they gave it to Stone Cold. And uh, wowie wow. He beat Jake Roberts in the finals around that time. Uh, uh, Jake was uh, in the midst of uh, being a born-again Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, hence Austin 316. He said, uh, Jake, you talk about your your Bible, your John 316. Well, Austin 316 says, I just, I just whipped your ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they put Austin 316 on T-shirt, best-selling T-shirt Ooh, probably in the history man. of wrestling. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't wear a cape. He didn't wear a crown. He is not a Stone Cold, not a crown guy. That throne is behind him, though. I want to see did, him did stun he, the cr- did he, did stun he, the throne. Did he sit down in the throne at all? We don't know. Did we? Did, I don't remember like, him doing that. Should kicked it over or something. I do. I just like. I just appreciate that his uh, that his uh, uh, crap talking to Jake was so awkward as Jake walked by. Because remember there was that shot of like Jake like walking by the throne is here with a spotlight and you just sort of see Jake like walking yeah. by yeah. while he's getting run down. I know for his religious beliefs. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna stand up here and mock the Bible. <laughs> Austin three sixteen. Uh, following uh, winning King of the Ring, uh, Stone Cold got into kind of a bit of a minor feud. Not really. He started feuding with Bret Hart. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And. Uh, Huge deal for him. They had three matches. Uh, first at Survivor Series 96, then the classic at WrestleMania 13, and then uh, Stone Cold finally picked up a win over Brett at In Your House, Revenge of the Taker. That's a really long title. It is. Um, after that, uh, the feud kind of continued with Brett. Uh, this time, Stone Cold was partnering with Shawn Michaels, who had just returned from injury, I believe. Um, they won the tag titles together. Thrown together tag team. Yes, and then eventually they were arguing so much they had a match. King of the Ring 97. Mm-hmm. Double DQ because they both attacked the referee. Yeah. Um, and, of course, we know about uh, Stone Cold's match against Owen Hart for the Intercontinental title at SummerSlam 97 where he hurt his neck. Um, won the title, had to vacate due to injury, 
got it back from Owen in basically a squash match at Survivor mm. Series 97. Yep. It wasn't even competitive. Yep. And then he had a great feud with The Rock for the Intercontinental title where uh, rather than uh, have another uh, match against The Rock, he vacated the title by throwing it into a river. <laughs> a, a scenario they played out, they mimicked or, or yeah, mimicked several times uh, in the subsequent years yeah. too. Yeah, there was always a river nearby where people can throw titles into it's, it. I, gosh, I remember watching that live. It was great. Yeah, man. Chucks the belt into the river. <laughs> oh. like crazy SOB. Awesome yeah, man. Was. It was great. And then he won the Rumble 98. Defeated Shawn Michaels for the WWF title at Mania 14. Uh, probably the most popular wrestler in the history of sports entertainment, oh, yeah, pro wrestling. Man. Oh, for sure. Everybody. Peak this, Austin is 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 probably the greatest run ever. To this day, man. To this day. Like when I, if, if yeah, I get into a conversation, oh, what do you do? I'm a pro wrestler podcast. Oh, Stone, like Stone Cold. It's not even really like Hulk Hogan or like John Cena. It's, oh, yeah, like Stone Cold, man. I remember watching everybody. Want, everybody everybody watched, watched wrestling in the Attitude Era. In the Attitude Era. Everybody yeah. watched wrestling then. Heck, yeah. Without a doubt. Anyways, uh, what a so good So probably no one got more out of winning King of the Ring than old Steve Austin there. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Anyways, uh, that's it. Let us know what King of the Ring winners you wanted to see on this list and didn't. Uh, some other guys. Ken Shamrock. Had also won King of the Ring. Billy really Gunn. Billy Gunn didn't get anything out Billy of that. Billy Gunn. Uh, test. He never won King of the Ring. No, he never won King of the Ring. Sheamus won King of the Ring, but he he already was WWE champion was he before like, that. He was already champion, He had right? already been champion at that point. Yeah. And then he was King Sheamus. Oh, it's yeah. It's like you already got the championship, then you went back. Exactly. And it didn't really, like, it's not the kind of thing where he was champion and then, like, reinvigorated. No. Because I don't remember. I, I remember his cape being the worst. It was like literally looked like felt green because he's you know, a Celtic king. Yeah, it was ugly. It was yeah. so ugly. And of course, the most recent winner, Wade Barrett, got nothing from it. Nothing, nothing at all. Yeah. So, anyways, we we chose the best ones. Yeah, we already did it. So there should be no comments. No. Anyways, thanks so much for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. 
inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 